This is sports. 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 With a capital F. This is sports with a capital F. This is sports. This is sports with a capital F. Generals and genitals, welcome to the Sports with a Capital F podcast. I am Graham, and it's time for Graham's Sunday Address for January 14th, 2018. Hello there. It's been a rough week for sports in Georgia. Uh, For those of you who are new to the podcast or don't know, I do record the podcast from an undisclosed location in Georgia. Um, I know it may be a bit confusing because the podcast is usually so Chicago sports-centric but that's because that's my hometown. So it usually comes up a little bit more frequently than Georgia sports do. Uh, but it's difficult It's difficult to ignore the buzz around something like what happened last week when the Georgia Bulldogs uh, made a return to the national championship game to play the Alabama Crimson Tide. And I'll tell you, early on, it really looked like maybe... Maybe that was the end of the reign of Nick Saban. Like maybe the Georgia Bulldogs were going to be the team to dethrone uh, probably the greatest college coach in all time. I I say that totally objectively, too. I'm not an Alabama fan by any stretch. But it did look like kind of opposite land, like... The Georgia players, when they came out, seemed very focused and businesslike, and Alabama seemed very undisciplined, which was super uncharacteristic for a Nick Saban football team. But while doing their best Atlanta Falcons impression, the Georgia Bulldogs blew it late, allowed Alabama to come back, and they won, I don't know, Nick Saban's 57th national championship so that caused, I noticed, I felt it, my neighbors, everyone around me, co-workers, uh, felt that def- de- deflation of losing there. But they had one more hope. They had a hope coming the following weekend, which I guess would be this weekend as far as when I'm recording this podcast. And that was that their Dirty Birds, the Atlanta Falcons, were going to go play a divisional playoff game against the Philadelphia Eagles sans Carson Wentz. And it was a little interesting to me how everyone just sort of handed the game to Atlanta. Everyone, Nobody gave the Eagles a chance with Nick Foles at quarterback, despite the fact that at one point a few years ago when Nick Foles was starting in Philadelphia, he looked like Joe Montana. I mean, that kid has shown not even flashes, like consistent ability to be that guy. And he was that guy. Um, I mean, it wasn't a high-scoring affair. The Eagles won, I think, 15-10, to 10, but Carson Wentz carved up that defense, and the Eagles' defense kept Matt Ryan from getting anything accomplished, and the uh, second-large disappointment for my neighbors and coworkers. And I know it sounds like I'm happy, because I guess I kind of am. I don't know. I guess as a Cubs fan, when I see, like I managed to squeeze that in there, but I think I see bandwagon fans and I feel like, you know, you're, you gotta lose. You gotta, you gotta earn it. Like you gotta, if you're going to jump on the bandwagon, 
you got to feel that sting. And I, I, I will say the Falcons, though, I think their fan base has certainly felt enough sting after they choked in the Super Bowl last year. Uh, but, yeah, losing to the Eagles after they had all but decided that game was over was probably pretty rough for them. So a rough week for sports in Georgia. Yeah. They, uh, it's been brutal for sure for those guys. But a hell of a national championship game. I know I spent a lot of time on the podcast uh, speaking negatively of college football because I don't really like the way it's set up. But I will say that the college football playoffs do shorten the time in between the last time, like when the two teams that face off in the national championship game, the time between the last time they played a game and the national championship has been squeezed down because it did used to be like a month. It, or more it was like the games would end in December and then at some point in January on a Monday night you'd be like oh the national championship game's on I completely forgot because it happened so much later and then you know the arbitrary nature of the ranking system I still think there need to be more than four teams in the playoffs but it's at least a step in the right direction and that was a hell of a game I'm glad I I'm glad I stayed up for that one despite the fact that I was in straight zombie mode uh, all day Tuesday. That when that game was great. And the Falcons game yesterday was uh was not great, but somewhat satisfying. Somewhat satisfying for me. Uh just feeling the air sucked out of my entire neighborhood. Felt good. Felt like uh when they blew the Super Bowl. And uh I'm unapologetic. I refuse to apologize for enjoying that cuz I know a lot of you out there enjoy watching other teams lose. And it's just sports. You'll get over it. Uh, What else do I got? Oh, yeah. And then as predicted, I mean, I wouldn't exactly call myself a swami for predicting it, but yesterday, the Titans just got drug by the Patriots. I think the Titans are a little bit of a different situation than like a team like the Falcons because the Falcons keep getting close and not sealing the deal. Uh, And I think that that this is probably the last rumblings for them until there's some sort of major shakeup. Uh, unless they're just going to languish around being a perennial wild card football team. I'm not, I don't expect to hear from them, but I think the Titans are constructed well enough. I like Mariota. I like their defense. Their running game is good. I think that they'll be around for a while, but man, you gotta, you know, you go play Brady with a healthy Gronk in Foxborough. And that is generally how that shakes out for everybody. Um, what else did I have for today's Sunday address? Oh, a shout out to Kingbo Christ, host of the I Say That to Say This podcast. I know I've mentioned him before, uh, but he is a guy who at one point Griff brokered some collaboration podcasts with. I'm sure we're going to do more later. It's just, you know, this eats up a lot of my time. It's really more on me than it is on him, but we'll get together again soon. But I, a shout out to him. He sent me a very nice text message yesterday. I won't reveal the entire contents of it, but it was very nice. It was highly motivated. And uh, I appreciate it, sir. If you're listening to this, I certainly appreciate that. Uh, he's a man with about a hundred. He has literally a thousand times more Twitter followers and probably podcast listeners than I do. And I really, I really appreciate it. He's generally, he's, he's, he's been a stand-up guy through this podcasting journey. And uh, in, in an effort to do something special for episode 100, I'm not exactly sure what I want to do. I may have a family member on. I thought about maybe doing a podcast with my daughter, but that feels weird putting my daughter on the internet or affiliating her with my podcast in any way, but it would be very funny. She's a funny kid. Uh, Maybe my pops will come on. I know he's going to be down here uh, around the time when episode 100 will happen, 
but definitely I've thought about involving old King Bo Christ, maybe doing like small interviews with everyone who's been on the podcast from episode one to a hundred and then putting them together. But I would probably rather do like an interview style, definitely in-house podcast. Griff said maybe he'll come down. Uh, I doubt it, but we'll see. And uh, so we're inching ever closer to that. What else is going on? Um, oh yeah. You know, I hate, I hate to talk about baseball in January. Cause really I rarely follow even like the trade rumors or the off season stuff until we get closer to, until I get closer to spring training, just because it's, it's, it's a real tease. It really bothers me to get all wrapped up in baseball and during the winter meetings and you know, the arbitration deadlines and all that. I really just don't have time in my life for that. But, uh, I will, uh, I will, I will close the podcast uh, with this after I tell this story. Um, so the Chicago Cubs had their recent Cubs convention was this weekend. It may even still be going on, but I don't know if you've ever seen one of these things. Baseball teams have these conventions where the players sit in a panel and fans come and ask them silly questions, and kids get up and say cute stuff, and they sign autographs and. Uh, this one, there's some guy tried to pimp his daughter out to Anthony Rizzo. That was creepy. I kind of wish I'd prepared that audio, but I really don't want to give that any shine. It, needless to say, some guy stood up in the audience and told Anthony Rizzo that his daughter was single and she was a yoga instructor, which was both creepy and gross. And, uh, I don't know how his daughter felt about it. Maybe she put him up to it. Maybe they, that, but it was ish, probably a Cubs fan from Iowa would be my guess there. Um, but at the most recent Cubs convention, this is funny. Um, for those of you who don't know, John Lester, one of the starting pitchers for the Cubs, his whole career has had this weird mental block when it comes to throwing to first, like holding runners to first. And if you watch him pitch, runners dance around out there, do the moonwalk. They'll lead off halfway down the baseline. And it's pretty embarrassing. I mean, the guy's got lights out stuff, obviously. He's one of the best pitchers in the game. And so he doesn't have to lean on that, but it is weird that a guy who hurls a ball the way he does can't toss it over to first base every now and then. Uh, but last season, uh, the Cardinals, Tommy Pham was standing on first and he's a threat to steal. And he was dancing around out there. He was way off the base. Wilson Contreras goes out and talks to Lester, gets back behind the plate and Lester tosses the ball over there kind of awkwardly. Anthony Rizzo, the first baseman, gets it, tags Tommy Pham out, and uh, everyone at Wrigley was super excited. I was watching it at the house, and I was stoked. I was like, there you go. Look at that. Uh, you threw a guy out at first who was 50 feet off the bag. Um, but at the Cubs convention, Wilson Contreras uh, revealed that when he went out to the mound, he had a few choice words for John Lester, which he let fly in the uh, – in, sitting at the panel at the Cubs convention in front of kids, parents, fans, the thousands of people watching online. Excuse me. And I've always been a big Wilson Contreras fan the last few years since he's been with the Cubs, but this definitely skyrocketed him up the list. It was fantastic. A true general, if you will. Uh, oh, and speaking of which, uh, speaking of generals, uh, I know I refer to the listeners as generals and I talk about generals a lot, but uh, on at capfsports.com now, I've constructed the proper hall of generals. And right now it's composed of 
all the people who've been on the podcast and soon will include people who visit our Patreon page, which now exists. Uh, so if you are interested in helping to perpetuate this, helping to expand the sports with a capital F media empire, help out a single father who works 50 hours a week and still manages to find the time twice a week to bring you this high caliber entertainment. Go visit our Patreon page, check it out. It'll be up by the time this podcast uploads. Um, and you too, for a small donation, could become forever enshrined in the Hall of Generals. And uh, in that same vein, uh, the we will begin on a need-to basis uh, nominating. If you're a listener and you want to nominate someone to be a general, a world figure, an athlete, someone who you feel is worthy of internal enshrinement, eternal enshrinement, eternal, yeah, eternal enshrinement in the Cap F Sports Hall of Generals over at capfsports.com. Uh, drop us a line. Let us know. And otherwise, we'll take care of it uh, here on the podcast. And we'll try to maybe do it every week, maybe every other episode. I'll, maybe I'll try to come with them on the Sunday address. I haven't figured out exactly how to work that out. But people will be added. There's already a list of people. And I think uh, with what happened at the Cubs convention, I believe Wilson Contreras rocketed himself up to a first ballot Hall of General inductee. and uh, But again, uh, visit our Patreon page. There's uh, many ways you can help. And there's a few ways you can help yourself. You know, for, nominal, for a nominal amount of money, you get shout outs. You could even have an appearance on the podcast. Um, and you can just revel in the fact that you're helping to spread this high caliber entertainment. That's, that's about the only way I can describe it. And plus I'm not very good at begging, but I'll get better. Maybe I'll start doing whole episodes where I do like the NPR, uh, fun pledge drive, uh, for our Patreon page. God, the NPR pledge drive is insufferable sometimes though. They're like, even, even just the dollar, even, I know it's the radio. And I know that no matter how many times we ask for money, we never go away. But really, you could give it. It's like going to church. They're like, are you broke and listening to the radio for free? You should be paying for that privilege. Something like that. Maybe. Uh, I haven't figured all that out yet. But the Patreon page will exist by the time this podcast airs. So please go visit it. And if not, I appreciate you listening either way. This is an endeavor. This is an artistic endeavor. Um but I, I did, I put a lot of work into it. You know, even if it doesn't seem like it, maybe it just looks like, maybe I'm making it look effortless or maybe, you know, it's just not that good yet, but any help you can offer. I want to hear from you guys more often, more YouTube comments, more stuff on the Facebook page. I appreciate all of that. And, uh, I'm going to close this podcast out with Wilson Contreras's audio from the Cubs convention. Uh, the first voice you will hear is Jason Hayward after they were asked what their favorite moments of the season were. And Jason Hayward says his favorite moment is John Lester throwing out Tommy Pham at first. And the next voice you hear is Wilson Contreras explaining how he inspired John Lester to perform that feat. Uh, thank you for listening. And we will be back later this week. Good night, everyone.
Oh, oh yeah, derp. The <laughs> what? The address for the Patreon page is patreon.com slash capfsports. I'll try to say that more in the future, but I figured if you were that motivated to find it, you would find it. Plus, it'll be all in the description. Okay, this time for real. Good night, everyone. Here's Wilson Contreras. This past year was John Lester picking off Tommy Fan from the Congress. I, I love that one a lot. And I told him to throw the other first. I went out there and said, hey, motherfucker, throw the fucking other first. This is sports with a capital F. F. This is sports. F. F. This is capital. This is sports. This is sports. This is sports.